Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the Worship Distributed Podcast. This is Stephen Wagamont, Worship Pastor, First Baptist Church of Leesburg. And normally I'm telling you about uh, the, the, the sites that I'm seeing on the third floor of the B building on the campus at 220 North 13th Street. But today I don't get to do that because I'm sitting in the office of a friend of mine named Stephen Ferrand in Baker, Florida. And uh, he is the worship pastor at Pilgrim's Rest Baptist Church. The cool kids call it PRBC. Um, and uh, I'm here because uh, I was uh, privileged to be invited uh, uh, to bring a couple guys and lead in worship for a men's event that they had tonight. Uh, and uh, so we we uh, led several songs, and Stephen hopped on the keys with us, and I played guitar, and Nico Woods was here on bass, and Grant was on drums, and, and so me and Stephen sang together, and and, um, and we uh, led like three different sessions of it, it music. Awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So um, we're sitting over here in his office. Uh, across the street in a converted in a converted house. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It looks like they did not give him the master bedroom. They did not. No, he got the uh, third child's bedroom. This is my third office here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've move. been in every other room. Okay, moving on up. All right, I'm sitting here with George Jefferson. <laughs> I got the windows. <laughs> yeah, he can see, he can look out. He's got the corner window office at this point. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's pretty decked out. It's like a nice um, nice office with a bunch of guitars and. Uh, some cool, uh, some cool pictures up there. But, but anyways, uh, we we actually just finished doing a podcast that we didn't uh, hit the play button on to record, uh, <laughs> and so now we hit that button and uh, we're recording. So, you sure we're, we are recording? I'm absolutely positive okay. we're recording because as I look at it, I see numbers running, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is sign. yeah, it's a good yeah. Sign. It was funny because like I looked over at it, I'm like, man, this is really going good. Like we're getting a lot of content right here. And then I see that the red light is flashing on the record. I'm like, man, that uh, that usually means <laughs> it's, it's not, ready to it's record, not. but it's not actually recording. So yeah, there's that. But anyways, so it's a good uh, practice run. It was a good practice run. So uh, yeah, so I'm just gonna go ahead and end the podcast now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thank no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So um, so Stephen, um, Stephen and I have been friends. We're trying to establish, but it's probably, I guess, it's. Sort of since 2008. Yeah. At least that's what our first kind of like encounter was. Yeah. Uh, Don, I think, invited me back to sing uh, on a collection, the mm-hmm. I Am collection that Prison put yeah. out, um, and which was like I did not do a great job. I actually did fine, but I didn't have a voice, and it was just like it was hard. Like it was a crazy weekend. I got that my reflex, but we had a blast though. Oh, like yeah. so, we we spent like several days together, and Stephen. Uh, kind of a lot like I was when I was at the campus uh, was, you know, Dr. Donald Odom's kind of like just whatever he needed. Yeah, get it done. Like just do it, you know. And um, and uh, so he, he, you know, like like we talked about on our podcast last week, guys, or actually uh, a couple podcasts ago when we, when we talked with Abby Mathewson, um, you know, a lot of uh, connection points and friendships that we have kind of like centered around Don as kind of the, yeah. the hinge pin there. Uh, and it's like one of those things, like if you knew Don and you're friends with Don, then you're basically friends with each other. Yep. Um, um, you know, he's since passed away, like, you know, just over four years ago. Uh, but yeah, there's still a lot of folks. I think, you know, you and I could like call up at any minute. Yep, and, absolutely. You know, we'd be friends and do what friends needed to do. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we were just kind of talking. I was talking with Steven. So you were at BCF in 08. Yep. You started a little late. Yep. And then you married Natalie. Natalie, mm-hmm. Natalie and I got married. Pretty fast because she graduated, so I had to you know keep and then, her around. So you were there, and then Don like I was there for a total of two years. Yeah, so like in 2010, mm-hmm. 
Like he announced he was leaving. He, he was, was going, going to William Carey, right, with Hattiesburg. Yep, and that was one of those God moments when he made that announcement. God spoke to me as clear as I'm speaking to you and said, you're going to go with him. Yeah. And I went out afterwards. I was mad at him, but I didn't tell you that. I was mad at him because yeah. he did it right before chapel. It was my day to leave chapel. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, dude, why are you going to drop that on me right before yeah, chapel? Yeah. He says, you can handle it. It's fine. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. kind of classic. And so, um, yeah, afterwards we're going to lunch, and I said, you know that I'm going to go with you. And he said, I can't ask you to. You can't scalp students. You know, that's that's not a right thing yeah, to do. Cool and so yeah. we can't do that. I said, no, I'm not asking you anything. I'm telling you that I'm going to go with you. Right. And um, he says, I know. So we so started you, talking about it. And we so you load there. up, and you end up going over to William Carey. Yeah, go home that day, tell Natalie. says, hey, just let you know we're going to move. Yeah. And uh, we go to William Carey. Uh, we were there for the first semester, and then we find out at Christmas that we're going to have a baby. And the only so you're there just focused on your education because yeah. Natalie had graduated. Yeah, Natalie graduated. And she's working she's working music, music office, office for Dawn. Yep. Because I remember that because yep. I used to call him like every yep. day, mm-hmm. and she would she would like patch my call mm-hmm. through. Yep. Yeah, like I'd call him like five uh-huh. times a day. Yeah, like, all mm-hmm. the time. But um, and then and then she got pregnant. Yep, she got pregnant. That was not a expected thing. <laughs> Wasn't in the plan. Right. But uh. That, you know, at the time, you know, I was working um, basically full time here in Florida um, at the church that I was serving at, and um, working at the school, doing all this stuff. And I realized, okay, listen, when we go back to when we move to Hattiesburg, I want to really hunker down, focus on school, get school done, let's right. get it done, and move on. And um, and so I was doing that, and then we find out she's pregnant. I realized. I need money because babies cost yeah, money. Yeah, they do cost them and yeah, um, lots of money. They're not free. No, they're not. No. So. Um, In that process, yeah, we um, uh, I need a job, and so I, I started doing an interim thing at a church that's near Meridian, Mississippi. Yeah, and uh, I God came one time because you, you ended up going full time, and I came. Yeah. You came and you did the night of worship stuff that we did. Yeah, and, that was and, fun. Uh, you sang some of the same I am songs. Yeah, like, hey, I'm gonna call Stephen because Stephen can do this. Yeah, I do. So I, I, I do the songs. So <laughs> it was easy, you know. Uh, <laughs> and, so you up, and you did that there, and we. That, that became a staple. That's still a staple. I do a big summer worship project every summer. Yeah. I make it community-wide. And Yeah, uh, I'm telling you, like, um, it's funny because just kind of a, to deviate a little bit, um, back when um, I first started going to, like, prison music mm-hmm. listenings, yep. uh, you know, now John Jennings is my buddy. Like, sure. I love me some John Jennings. Like, we're super close. Right. But at the time, Jack Price. it was Jack Price, you know, the founder, mm-hmm. the owner, you know. He, I don't think he owns it anymore. I think he sold it, right. but, like, to Valerie or mm-hmm. whatever, but like Jack Price, you know, and and he was just like one of those guys, like in that niche area of gospel music yep. that you know, like was like semi attached to the Gaithers, right? And but he started this publishing company, which and he really had a great business model. Right. I mean, he's quite a good he businessman, did. and he had a weird voice, uh, not weird, like it was cool, like it was awesome, uh-huh. like he was good, like well, dude was yeah. talented. But that thing was like a rubber band. Like I feel like it. <laughs> It, like you could stretch it up, like you know what I mean. Like, yes, yes. Yeah. like he was yeah, just like he could go, going. like uh-huh. he could just keep going. It's yep. like, man, is that thing gonna pop? Or like, you would get nervous, like back up in your seat, like when he was singing. And it had this big like bravado, to, like oh yeah. I mean, he carried himself, you know. Anyways, Jack Price, he owned it. He owned it. It was awesome. He owned it. Like, it he was. Just, I, I love Jack Price. And so you'd go into these listenings, and and like dude could sell some music. Mm-hmm. Like he was making you excited about a song, and then like later you'd have like buyer's remorse. Yes. But like, it's like I don't have any tenors that can do that. They can't sing the G's and the B's all day long. Yeah, no, they can't do that. <laughs> yeah, but um, but Jack would say. This would be great for a summer choir. Yep. This would be great for a summer choir. This would be great, you know, every time. 
He's like, you know, and all you do for a summer choir is you buy the, you know, he would sell everything. You buy oh, the yeah, book, the you buy CDs all the listening CDs, you buy the part CDs, you buy like mm-hmm. anything you can, any of the tools. And so like, you know, at one, one time, like I was like, you know, I found like a, like a, you know, easy to moderate level, a very Southern gospel style collection, mm-hmm. but really great songs. And, um, and like did it. And then like it added like 10 people to the choir, you know, and I did it again the next year. And I would go tell Jack, like, every time we'd yep. show up. And he would, which was crazy. Like, he would remember, like, your name and oh, stuff, yeah, which was stuff. really uh-huh. impressive. Like, uh-huh. because, you know, he's traveling around. Yeah, he sees Mostly the East yeah. Coast and mostly mm-hmm. the Southeast. But, like, it's out in Texas some, too. But, but like, you know, it's like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people. And he's like, ah, Steven, Leesburg, yep. good to see you. He probably had some mnemonic device he or used. I know that, you know, they talk about, they, they'll tell you at the beginning of every one of those Previews. I prayed for you by name. I'm sure they got a picture somewhere. They're having to match them up. All right, that's probably yeah. That would be really funny, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, so yeah, okay. So, sorry about that. So, you were in Meridian. Yeah. Uh, you were doing summer choirs, which was yeah. what we kind of mm-hmm. did together that time. And uh, you were telling me like they kind of had like you were kind of moving along. You end up going full time. Yeah. And then, like, something crazy happened. Yeah, we, uh, everything's going uh, smoothly for the most, I mean, ministry up, ups and down, but then we had a tornado wipe out the whole campus. Like, it's just a, tornado just came, it was like, whole thing, just. I mean, it didn't level it, I mean, but, I mean, the pictures, it was actually great, the anniversary was just, like, two days ago, and so I was going back and through a lot of those pictures, so the, stru- it's like, the structures didn't collapse. Right. They had uh, very extensive damage, it's cool that the tornado actually came through and primarily just hit the church. But so many of the surrounding subdivisions in, in the area and stuff yeah. weren't um, as affected. Some there was one that was pretty bad, but um, nobody was was injured. Even yeah. though our pastor and his family were at the church when it hit. Whoa! Um, yeah. Then, uh, but it was I'm just cool. saying, we got, we got a, national attention, yeah. and all those people came to the church, and yeah. we were able to say, "Listen, the you need to go right behind us and be able to meet the needs of the people that are right here." So it was kind of really cool as a ministry opportunity for us to really dig in deep more with the community yeah. to say, "Let's do this." Um, yeah, it was a that, that's a crazy thing. I mean, it's if you you got to walk that road. We have the plenty of guys here in Florida that you know hurricanes taking out. Yeah, the sure. The same yeah, time. yeah. Especially in your area yeah. here, the Crestview, mm-hmm. Panama City, yeah, like Destin, mm-hmm. like all those places along so. the coast, and of course going into Alabama and you yeah. know stuff. Man, it's just a mess. Yeah, like you still like we would, we've got a Panama City a few times since uh, the hurricane several years ago since Michael, yeah. and I mean stuff is still just it like is. ripped up. Man, yeah. it's just it's nuts. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, one of the neat things about your responsibilities at your uh, uh, that church mm-hmm. in, in Meridian uh, was that you got to use the class you took in um, in your music program on purchasing church insurance. Yes, that's exactly the class that I used. It was a full semester. You know, a full semester of <laughs> three hours, <laughs> how to three do days a week. Church insurance. How stuff. to do church insurance. Yeah, no, that was the, the other duties as assigned. At the, at oh, the so you didn't learn that in school. No, no. no okay. No, just, but I had the, the, the pastor said, I can't be there. The, we have an insurance guy who wants to come here as a quote. Yeah. Take him around, show him around the building. Well, the, the guy is, uh, obviously. Is, so everybody knows this is pre uh, pre tornado. Pre tornado, yeah. So this, but this so is this an is awesome, kind of a, like a cool story. How awesome God, God story through this process um, is uh, so the insurance adjuster and I we hit it off. He's a godly man. Um, just, we had a great time together, and so we start talking. He's doing the quote, and he calls me. And he says, Stephen, I'm wrapping this up. Do you want me to quote you for eighty percent coverage or a hundred percent coverage? And the deductible is like five thousand dollars, but. And so I'm asking him, what's the, the difference in the cost, trying to understand it? He's already cutting our insurance bill in half. 
wow. giving us more coverage but cutting the actual bill in half. It's like 200 bucks a year to go from 80% coverage to 100% coverage yeah. in case of a, an issue. And then um, I said, well, this is a no-brainer. I mean, this is nothing. Make it 100% coverage. Yeah. And then 18 months later, the tornado hits and takes out it's a total loss on the building. And wow. That so they game, rebuild basically like the whole campus. Yeah, they were they were able to rebuild everything. They took the whole building down. They took it down to dirt and yeah. rebuild, redesigned, redid everything. It was a huge blessing for the church um, that, that God was able to provide basically the check. Right. It, you know, I think in the end they may have had to borrow like $400,000 out of an $8 million project sure. to, to go yeah, through but, and make all the stuff. But it was awesome because they're coming. I got to work with them from, from the beginning. And right. what you do get to do in school is if you're given a blank check and yeah, like what how do you want to do it, how would you design, what would you want to do, and think big, it helps you do that. And while it wasn't unlimited funding, I really got to go through the whole place and says, I want this to be like this and that to be like that, picking out lights, picking out the sound equipment, yeah. stage layout. Oh, that was awesome to be able to talk about flexibility and stage design. Yeah. So everything's going to move. Everything can be do this, but it still looks, the aesthetics match up. Always oh, awesome. That's and great. I got to have one service in that campus before yeah. uh, when God moved us, moved me back moved to Florida. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about that, though. Uh, you know, you're talking about like a school, what God did through the tornado. Um, and uh, it actually reminds me of when I was helping Laura Story write Blessing. Uh, and I had the word tornado in there, but it got cut. <laughs> you know, what if the blessings come uh-huh. through E5s? You know, like that's, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, but it, it, it didn't quite ring. It's, no, it's too it, specific. They want to be a little more general. Thing. Yeah, she wanted a little more, yeah, yeah. yeah. Broad reaching. Just for the record, like I'm a, you know, I ne- obviously never... Uh, helped her write a song. I've played piano for Laura's story though, okay. and sang with her. Uh, but like, I'm a huge fan. I think she's a brilliant writer. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, oh, yeah. underrated, brilliant writer. Like, mm-hmm. I think, and I think, anyways, just not that that has anything to do with anything that we're talking about. But um, okay, so you're you're in Meridian, and then like, um, you have this connection with somebody that says, "Hey, you should, you know." There's a church. Yeah, there was a Baker. there was a church. Uh, another guy that was looking for a church to serve at, and um, and he he knew me. This is a random connection. He's in Texas. He brought his youth choir to sing in our church because our youth pastor was in his youth choir when they were in Alabama. Right. It was weird. You know, when you know people, it's a small world. I would like the record to show that I actually followed that. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> so, anyways. This guy, uh, he's really, really, really cool. He's great at networking with worship pastors. And he's, oh, nice. He was looking um, at churches, and the, they had gotten his resume from one of the seminaries or something. And then he calls me and says, Stephen, there's this church that's in Baker, Florida, and I really think that you need to talk to them. And I'm thinking, I know exactly where Baker, Florida is. My dad's a pastor just 30 minutes from here. And I said, there's not a church big enough in Baker to support a full-time worship leader. That, right. You know, this time I've got, by this time, I've got three kids, one on the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like that. I don't think this is going to work. Yeah. And so we'll just call him and see. So the pastor called me and says, hey, look, we've got some mutual friends. Can we can we talk about this stuff? And so we started talking, and um, and he's going on and on. They just built their sanctuary here, and, and all the stuff that was going into it. And it's like I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm sure that you're, you've invested a lot to make this really right. nice and amazing. And you're flying high on your Yeah, on the side. fact that I've got kind of a blank check. It says, I'm, I'm sorry, you're not going to impress me with, Whatever right. it is, because you didn't say that out loud. No, I'm thinking this in the back of my head. Yeah, it's like, just rolling. Okay, it's like I'm just coming to visit my yeah. folks. Like I'll do this, you know, whatever. And so it was one of those things that I was thinking, oh, you're, it's not going to be impressive. Not that it's bad. I'm not trying to say they had junk, but it's just not going to be what 
I got to do. It's, right. It can't be that good. So, yeah. And I'm thinking in my mind that they don't have an avid venue. That's like what they wouldn't do because that's an $80,000 studio console is what I'm thinking in my mind. But it worked out. said, hey, listen, actually, next weekend was a Friday. I said, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be in town. If you, you know, I'm not trying to be presumptuous, but if you want to meet face-to-face, I'm just telling you that I'll be in the area. I didn't know that that's the same story that the pastor had. That he did the same thing when he came here. Oh, wow. It was kind of a crazy thing that the personnel committee called him. He was in Tennessee. He says, actually, I'm going to be in Florida next week visiting some family. And they made it over here. And it was awesome to see God do that. But when I came in and he opened the, the, the tech booth to let me see and just kind of showing me the room and stuff. Yeah. Sure enough, right there on the dust covers, avid venue. Wow. And it was that's like the axe head floating in the creek. And I stopped and I looked and I said, hmm. I'm gonna better, I'm gonna pay attention because God's doing something here. Yeah, and He's showing me. He says, "Listen, you you don't know all the answers. I'm doing something in this area that you can't conceive of. You need to pay attention." So you're uh the problem that I have right now with your story is that you shifted the paradigm, um, because usually the devil's in soundboards. Uh huh. And now you're telling me that God's in soundboards. Like I don't I don't I don't understand what's going on right now. <laughs> it's a little bit different. It's a little different, you know, because well, no, I said, <laughs> it's so, been a couple of years. If you would like the blessing of taking this soundboard I, home, it. you can you know, I ain't touching that. I am not touching it. But it's been awesome to see how God's moved since then. Yeah. You know, uh, to so finish, to finish that story, like, yeah, yeah. It was I knew I knew then. Yeah. I mean it was one of those things I, I had a um uh, random little bit about me. I do competitive shooting, or I did at that time, and I had a match the next day in Mobile. And so I spent the whole time driving to Mobile and back the next day, just praying. And I called Jeff, the pastor, the next day. I said, "You're going to think I'm crazy. I'm not just, you know, but I've been praying about this all all day. And um, if you want to move forward, I'm, I'm I'm interested. Yeah. And so I met the personnel committee that Sunday night. Wow. And they it was basically a done deal. We had there's formalities. They they came up to visit, and we went through all this stuff. Right. The What's even crazier is the current worship pastor was still here. Mm. He had been here. He's a legacy pastor. Did a phenomenal job of transitioning because he was. You know, normally I would never want to follow somebody, especially a legacy pastor, that fast. Yeah, like they wanted me to be here the Sunday after he was gone, kind of fast. And think, no, 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 that's that's not good. Yeah. But he did some amazing things to help transition. Yeah, he said, "Church, says, you know, I'm needing to move away." I'm in the way of where God's leading you. You need to find somebody that's this, 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 and this. And he wrote them my resume. It was awesome to see God do that. And it's been awesome to see God move since then. You know, um, with all the things that are going on, you know, I joke about the soundboard, but you know, part of the reason that it's a struggle is we've, we've exceeded its capacity. Right. You know, it's, it's, it sounds good. It's, but it's a great. It's a great yeah. board for a, like it was designed. Yeah, a recording studio. Right. It would be great right. for that. But live live worship yeah, it's is, a, is a little different. Than that. Yeah. But uh, now that we're um, we're expanding, we're planting a new church uh, here. Um, that yeah. We're working that process this year. We've got a January one goal okay. for launch in January one, and uh, it's been amazing to see how God has grown the church and changed the culture here, even through COVID, through all the other stuff going on. Yeah. But that all these things are still happening, and it's just it's awesome to watch and be a part of. Yeah. It's challenging to me in the areas that okay, I need to grow. Right. Um, I realize there's some areas that you know, you're always learning. You yeah. know, you're always trying to get better at everything. And so going through that process has been it's been awesome. Um, you know, the, the to brag on what God has done, um, church plants are often uh, rough when they start. Right? I mean, especially yeah. financially they sure. there's struggles. Um, but it's it's been able to work out that uh, we're gonna be starting the church with Paid for facilities already done. Wow! And fully funded for two years. Mm. Does not going to tra- not not going to cost our church a dime to do it. Right. And um, and then 
we have a significant amount of money to renovate the facilities with. Yeah. And to make it to make it work. Alright, so. so let's shift so we're gonna shift gears to that. Pivot. Uh, yeah, pivot. Uh, pivot uh, uh, I guess it's not right to tell inside jokes on a podcast. Well, anybody that, you know, has any like pop culture at least from the nineties into into two thousands would got the, the pivot that I did. But okay, so tonight during sermon, our, uh, another yeah. buddy, uh-huh. which was connected through Don, Don and mm-hmm. Baptist College, uh, Daniel Morris, who started Cultivate Church up in uh, uh, outside Nashville. of Nashville, mm-hmm. um, and he's the pastor there, the senior pastor there. He preached tonight as one of the speakers. Did at a great the, job. The, yeah, did a great job. Did like a thing between Joshua and Peter, and like you know that you know call to holiness and mm-hmm. and uh, to, uh, to uh, consecrate ourselves because yep. God's going to do something you know to help you cross your Jordan right and to do what he wants you to do is it was, it was really cool but one of, one of the things he said was pivot, pivot. like in it like God's moment. Kind of, yeah yeah so um, but anyways to pivot um, to uh, to that so you know worship distributed really was started uh, in a sense to talk about all things worship ministry but one of the things at First Leesburg is that we you know we have downtown campus and then eventually you know uh, there was a plant uh, in the villages and then we planted it in South Leesburg and so now we have, you know, three campuses. And so the, you know, sometimes we, we just try to talk about, you know, what that looks like sure. across their campus. So now you're, you're kind of branching out. So you're moving from Baker. Where's your, where's your plan at? In Crestview. So okay. So you're going yeah, into Crestview. Going into Crestview. There's a dramatic need in Crestview. So there's within a mile of the place that we're planting, there's 4,400 people. Within three miles, there's like 12, 15,000. Yeah. Within five miles, there's 55,000 people. Um, general, all of Crestview, um, on a typical Sunday morning, all the statistics that we have. So there's only about a thousand people that go to a Baptist church. Now, I'm sure there's some other churches. Yeah. But really, there might be, if we're stretching it, 2,000 people that go to a church in Crestview. Out of 50 something thousand people. That's not good. Yeah, that's, that's, there's that's a desperate pretty church, need yeah. for, the, for the gospel there. And so, um, there obviously the needs there. And so the Lord's called us and put us and made it very, very awesome, made a way for us to be able to, to do the work. And so, yeah. uh, we're launching through that, um, this year. And uh, got facilities lined up. Um, the right. money's there to do it. We have a campus pastor already lined up, ready to go. It's nice. Church is just itching, like we're at the gate, just chomping the bit. So, go. a few questions. So, um, when, when do you open? January first is the proposed launch. Of twenty three. Yeah, twenty twenty three. Okay, it's a Sunday. So. so right now you're just coming like straight, like hey, getting everything in line, yeah. planning. Yeah, we got to do the, next. The what, what's going on is there's a church that's there that's that's dying, dead. Mm-hmm. And um, they realize that, that they're they're stuck and that they're not doing things. So they're going to close basically okay. Easter, and then um, we're going to let the property be closed for six months to let the church, the communities understand that this is not just a fresh paint job. This is this is a new work that's coming in here, um, and so then they'll they'll be all absorbed into our church. The ones that choose to, you know, we'll right. let them come in as members and. Um, they're welcome to start and go back with the launch team and to help them go back and to, to re-engage. So you're going to send a launch team out. How many people do you think will be on the launch team? I think the goal team? is like 40-ish people, ballpark, 40 to 50 in that in that area. Okay. Uh, we want um, – everything is very flexible at the moment. It's, you know, we're yeah. going to do things still, that we yeah. need. Yeah, so not, nothing's truly set in stone as far as some of those details. But we want to do full live music and live preaching. Yeah. Um, we might stream the welcome just to make it um, kind of connected that way. So we're still – 
really one body, one church with two locations, and we want the culture to be the same. We want there to be that connectivity. Will the services be, uh, I know that all, all this is still up in the air, and I'm sure you're sure. still locking it down. Do you, do you guys foresee the services being at the same time? They can't all be at the same time. We have two services here. We have 8.30 okay. and Sunday school in the middle, and then 11 o'clock. Nice. So, Are those the same styles? No, Everything's the same? No, they're split. We have a traditional service, and then 11 o'clock is our contemporary more anything modern anything goes just, just yeah. anything goes anything yeah, goes, yeah. yeah. Um, and then so this one will be more than likely it'll start at the 11 o'clock they may adjust that for um, just we want to meet, meet the community we want to be able to read the, meet the needs of the community and what what time best suits that group of people sure so if it's 10 30 or 10 o'clock or 11 it'll be in some time in that that space yeah where we try to do okay so um I know. So you're, you know, I know you. As always, we we always have more responsibilities than just music and worship stuff, mm-hmm. you know, um, worship ministry. But um, what? And you're, I know you're in on the meetings. I'm, I'm sure you're kind of like on the probably more, you know, obviously yeah. on the leadership team and all that kind of stuff, and and which is good. Uh, you're smart. I mean, you're a smart guy. I'm very thoughtful, pretty wise. Uh, and so. Um, but that said, so like, what what's the music going to look like there? Like, what um, your initial thoughts? Maybe not, maybe not staffing, but like, sure. if I'm given a blank slate and I can make it whatever I want. To right. Be. If you had a blank slate and you're going to walk in and plan a set of music, what what's, what's it going to be like? Uh, it would more than likely mimic our eleven o'clock service pretty closely. Um, we actually we wouldn't have the option if we wanted to to stream from our eleven o'clock here to over there, but um, but probably a little bit more uh, the modern worship yeah. towards blended. Uh, I I know blended can be kind of a bad term because most time when you say blended, people start counting. It's like wait a minute, you didn't do enough of what yeah, I wanted yeah, to do, yeah, yeah. and I, I, that's that's not at all where I want to go. But I want to say. I want to be led by the Holy Spirit to do spirit-led right. and biblically modeled yeah. worship services in yeah. what fits. You know, like tonight, we did a lot of blended stuff. There were some hymn arrangements that yeah. we did. There's contemporary stuff. It, it, it all fits in the context right. of meeting the needs of the people. Yeah. I mean, my thing is exactly like, you know, worship Worship needs to meet. When I say worship, obviously music, but in our context. But mm-hmm. like, uh, it needs to meet the needs to meet the needs of the people. Like it has to. Worship philosophy for me, number one thing is people are the job. Right. People are the job. And, and our job is yeah, to get the people, the people to sing. sing. Yeah. Right. That's all our Music job. Is our it team. really is. Yep. Like that's, that's, we, yep. we just got to get people to sing, right? Yeah. You know, that's, yeah, you know, kinda, sometimes we miss that. It's our job to get people to sing, but not just to sing, but to get people to sing. Yeah. 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 I mean, we could sing all day. Oh, yeah. But like, you know, if, if people aren't singing, then, you know, there's a problem. We're you know, and that's why. You know, you got to think about a lot of you know a lot of things that goes into it, which is going to be interesting because I guess you'll have a a leg up on the fact that you'll have a a core group that's going to be over there, yeah. And so you'll know those people, Mm -hmm. and so you'll know how to you know lead in that way, how to plan in that way, Um, and then as it grows, I I would assume that that. I would assume, are you guys talking about targeting at all, like, as far as, like, age groups, uh, demographics, anything like that? Maybe not, not demographics, not, not per se. Not at the moment. Okay. Um, we recognize the fact that the, the majority of the growth that's happening in that area is actually Asian. 
And so, you know, again, we're trying to meet the needs of people. That's cool. Understanding, again, that most of the people in that area are unchurched. Mm -hmm. And so they're not coming from a church culture of, well, this is the way that I think that it should be done. Our goal is to reach lost people that have no clue who Jesus is, and they don't have those traditions to fall back on. Right. And so then it's a matter of, in a cultural context, how do we best equip them to praise the Lord? Mm -hmm. That's always the the goal. That's the reason that we don't do, um, like I'm going to Kenya next week. Right. We don't take... American modern worship to Kenya and expect it to take off. Sure, some of the truths of the songs we sing are awesome, yeah, right. but they're going to be singing in a different language. You know, they're singing the songs that are appropriate for their culture. Yeah, I'm sure there's some crossover for some. Yeah, there'll songs, be some but, crossover. Yeah, but, I get what you know, you're saying. But, though, like, but the point is, we want to meet the culture of the people, and so it, you know, that's a, a conversation I have with my team all the time. Here is how are the people singing, and I love the fact that they're picking up, and they'll tell me, "Man, today was great. Everybody was into it." That they're picking up on people are singing right in the same way I want that culture to carry over to the satellite say what are people singing yeah. if we if we sing some hymns and they just all you know the, the the room erupts okay well then let's do more of that to help people praise the lord yeah you know is it maybe that they don't know the songs and they're not singing them or we need yeah. to you know maybe not do as many new songs or teach them better or, you know but to evaluate is how can we best meet this culture for jesus yeah yeah that's awesome so um what do you foresee as being like some of the obviously there'll be a lot of challenges but musically what are some of the things that you're looking at right now going like okay I've got like what 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 do we do in this scenario um one of the challenges that we have is we're not as deep in our team staffing as I'd like to be and all of the team that's going over there is volunteer right um and I've got some experienced people that that can do stuff um, but they have limitations on their time. Right. And um, a lot of my core team here are not going to go. That's one of those that's just kind of understood that yeah. you know, they're, everybody's supportive, but their job is, is here at the moment, and so it's a matter of continuing to raise up additional people. Um, yeah. So the there's going to be huge tech demand. Um, and I've got a growing tech team, so I think we'll sure. be able to, to staff that well enough. But it's a matter of you know completely replicating our, our worship culture and our worship the dynamics over there is going to be a, a building process and so that's that I think has been one of the bigger challenges. So okay, I might have you know two or three guitar players here, but if there's nobody over there that can play guitar, you know musical selections is going to be a lot more hard to do based off of the people that are there to lead it because I very much want other people to be able to lead. I want them to have that ownership and that able uh, ability to, to jump in. I want everybody to have a, a place on the team. Yeah. And so giving them that opportunity is, and then training them in the time that I have is, is going to be, I think, a challenge. Yeah. I am uh, admittedly OCD about some things. Yeah. And so I'm having to learn, okay, I can be OCD about this and I just don't need to care about some of the other things. You know, that's, that's I've, I've gotten that part, but it's, it's having to admit to myself, yeah. this really doesn't matter. And this really does. Right. And the stuff that really does matter, communicate that clearly so that right. and, and equip the people to do it the way that I want it to get done. Yeah. 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 I mean, anybody that knows me knows that I'm OCD. Not at all. Like, I'm not. Like, <laughs> whatever the opposite of that is, is what I am. I got people that are like, could you please even just shift a little towards OCD? But no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's an interesting. You know, you're in an interesting situation. Um, you know, to, to, and, 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 you know, as you go, I think you'll, uh, you'll learn, you know, we, we've been, we've been doing it 
the multi-campus thing now for, I guess, five years, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and we're still we're still trying to figure it out. Yeah, like you know, what I mean, like well, I guarantee, like every Tuesday morning at staff meeting, you know, there's there's probably thirty minutes of discussing, like, you know, not the same thing too. Like every week, it's just like you know, schedules and times and people and placement and events and things right. and. You know, it's just one of those things where I've learned, like, you know, just to just be like, be patient with it, and and uh, and you know, just just try stuff. You know, yeah, it's been very helpful that um, you know, there's guys like you that I can call that have walked that road and said, okay, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what pitfalls to avoid yet. So yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, there's churches in Pensacola, like John Tyner's at Olive Baptist. Yeah, um, guys at Marcus Point, they're planting like three, four churches this year. So I get to call those guys and say. Yeah. Hey, let's let's go to lunch and let's just talk through the, the yeah. stuff that I'm not seeing. Where, where are the blind spots? Where are the let me learn from your mistakes. Right. So I don't want to yeah. make, make them if I can help it. And sure. again, all of the every single time it's a culturally dependent thing. Every circumstance is different, so mm-hmm. it's not a formula that you can just plug and play. But it's going through the process of okay, let's let's walk it and let's evaluate and see yeah. where we're at. Yeah, I think I think generally there are principles that. Are sure. transferable, yeah. uh-huh. but you're exactly right. There's there's not a formula, you yeah. know. There's not a formula that just that that's just going to work, mm-hmm. you know. Like, uh, uh, I mean, even if you look at, I think like Live Church, you know, Craig Rochelle or whatever, yep. you know, they plant. Oh yeah, but they, I mean, they they they've got a system, they've got a formula, mm-hmm. but you know, they don't plant anywhere where they know their formula won't, won't work. work. Right. You know, and, and you, you guys have the right people in those same places, right? To and make you it work. or exactly, you guys. So you guys are taking a step out into an area where it's as different. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's different than Baker. It's much different yep. than Baker. Yes, it is. You know, I'm sitting here looking out. There's not fifty thousand people nope. around us right now. Nope. But you go twenty minutes over, you know, to Crestview, and you're, you're the and, and you start to get yep. around in the middle of it. You know, so yep. um, yeah. I mean, I think for us, um, for me, one of the things that is is it, you know is a constant job is 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 staffing everything musically you know is is making sure that you have the right players the right people mm-hmm. in place um one of the things that is important is to make sure that the people you put in place you don't just do it to fill a need if they're not going to be what you would stick with when things got better. I don't know if that makes sense. It does because we're actually going. We, we're having to restructure um, some of our other ministries. Yeah, um, like the our our children's ministry had changed a couple times since I've been here, and just some of the structural things that they did. And um, one of the things that I'm excited about was that they really want to bring back the full children's choir. Again. Right, it had been pared down to I get about twenty minutes on Sundays to work with kids as a part of other stuff, and that's fun. I'm glad I had that FaceTime with them, um, and then they started adding Sunday nights to go much more bigger kids choir, which I fully support and love. Yeah, and and I'm trying to help them do that. But I realized that one of the things that has to stop is what I'm doing on Sunday mornings, and it's one of those things that if everything is is great, when we can get to where what what is great. This isn't a part of that picture. And right. As much as it's been a good thing in ministry, and I'm not trying to say it's a yeah. bad event, it, it needs to, to yeah. take its time to, to step out so that other people can do it and we can and let this, this grow in a way that yeah. it couldn't. If you, you know, yeah. We have a good thing, but it's in the way of a great thing. Right. Yeah, man. 
Well, that's cool. It's, 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 it's an exciting thing, you know, when you're doing that because you just you get to reach more people with the gospel and, uh, you know, take take your uh, uh, team over there and kind of start to grow that and invest in that, you know. Um, there's a lot of things you won't know, you won't see until yeah. it's like right in front of your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and my thing too is is like you and you kind of addressed it like with your OCD comments and stuff is is that you do really have to be okay with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that's your ideal, and it doesn't mean that you're going to settle for it. But you know what? A lot of times, you know, we're not we we don't ever get to start off with ideal. That's right. You know, and so we we that's the whole process of building and, and growing it and learning. And all those things, and you've been doing this long enough that, like we said, a lot of those principles are transferable. Right. You just apply them in that in that culture uh, of that area, that, right? That campus. Well, and that goes back to you know we were talking about with Don, and uh, you know one of the greatest things that he did for many students was always to I'm going to give you these responsibilities, and I'm going to kick you in pretty much over your head, and you're going <laughs> to. But if you start to sink, then I'm going to help you. I'll help you figure it out. It's not about knowing the answer. It's about knowing how to find the answer. And um, being able to go through and, and just see you know those opportunities where I'm sure that I made mistakes. I know I made mistakes and I oh. didn't do everything perfect. Yeah. But you know that's how you learn and that's how you grow. You don't, yeah. you don't get any better by not doing it. Yeah. So it's taking the opportunity to, to share that and let other people yeah. grow. Yeah, and I think be patient. You know, as you do it too. You know, just don't force, don't force anything. Yeah. You know, don't try to force it. Just, you know, I think like if we take what we have and we do the best with what we have, then you know, God multiplies that. Absolutely. God takes care of that. You know, and and then and then as He's ready, He'll He'll provide. You know, what's next? It doesn't mean we don't we just sit around and wait for Him. Like I think we beat the pavement and absolutely meet Good people work. and shake hands and ask questions and mm-hmm. personally face to face invite absolutely. people. You know, be involved, but but yeah, I think I think at you know you can't just go in there and be like, oh yeah, passion band immediately, like this yeah, is what no, I have, yeah. like no. you know, it's like you know that's you know, yeah, this people this, do that sometimes. Part and of the just, thing I really appreciate about our pastor's approach, he's been a church planter before a number of times, and uh, he said, well, yes, we have a goal. January one is our goal. We're aiming to hit it, but if the team's not ready, we're not going to do it. Right. We'll we'll push it back to a little bit, you know, Easter of next year if we have to, you know. Let's 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 make the best decision because if you launch early, you're going to be shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, you know. So let's make sure that we're ready and do the things when it's it's not a pressure of, oh no, this is next week and we're not. It's, it's not together. If it's not together, then let's get it together. Let's 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 make this happen. Do the things necessary that it can function. And right. Then let's roll. Sweet. I love that. Pastor seems to be a nice guy. He's an awesome guy. I yeah. love him. Love him dearly. And y'all get along fantastically. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of our buddies don't. You know, they don't have that. I, I, I am aware of that, and I don't, I don't understand that. I've been blessed that I've had a great relationship with all of my pastors. Yeah. You know, my dad was the first pastor I got to serve with, so that yeah. was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had a good relationship with a pastor that I served with in Mississippi, and then the same here. Yeah. Um, I think some of that is uh, I've always been comfortable um, supporting the pastor. Right. Yeah. Hey, he's the boss. I'm good with that. Yeah. My dad being a pastor, I do have a little bit of an understanding of all the extra stuff that pastors get to yeah. to get called into, and I can. Yeah. We we do have some interesting conversations about the those types of things, the sure. interesting emails and phone calls that happen, and you know, it, it's my primary job is to support him. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's what I teach my team. So I teach my staff that, and really, I, I, I tell uh, volunteer teams and stuff. Yeah. You know, my uh, I look at like my job. Now, obviously, uh, inside of my job, there's responsible. You know, like we, we want to get people to sing and sure. you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I know that. And then, uh, obviously, just the caveat, of course, you know, I want to glorify God, blah, 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 blah. You know, everybody's uh-huh. you know, everybody yeah. to say that the, the as if God didn't know, uh, right? Side, you got to have yeah. the spiritual caveat, you mm-hmm. know, just because, just in case, you know, you know, somebody feels like, you know, addressing that. Right. But I, t- I tell everybody, like, hey, our, our job on Sunday morning is to make Cliff look good. Yep. Like, and what that means is, is not that, not for his ego. Right. Or anything like that, but like, look, God put him there, God put him in charge, mm-hmm. and so like my job then, if I work here, means I work for him, and then my responsibility then is to make him look good and make him successful. Yep. Because if he does that, if I do that, and then and then he's successful, then we all win. Yep. Because we're following God's man who yep. was put here to lead us as a pastor, That's right. you know, as the senior pastor, and I'm totally cool with that. I think when you kind of understand that. You know, I think a lot of times with with people that that do kind of what we do, um, I think it can go two ways. Uh, I'm always going to err on the side of the music minister, right? Like I'm I'm always going to fight yeah. for them, right? But if we're honest, you know, a lot of times I think guys get too big for their britches and they get outside of their lane. Yeah. We've talked about that before. You know, we've had those calls, those conversations. Mm-hmm. What do I do about this? It's really bothering me. I'm like, stay in your lane. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. stay right. like, stay in yeah. your lane. Like, don't, don't leave your lane. Do what you're supposed to do and just let it go. Yep. And so from our angle, guys do that, get too big for their britches. They think they're smarter and then you can't do that. Like, and especially depending on the personality, personality and the temperament of the guy that's in charge, right? Mm-hmm. From the inverse, I think sometimes pastors uh, can be very insecure. Senior pastors can be insecure. And so if you have a secure, if you have a confident worship pastor that isn't even, he's not going for your job. Like who would, like, I don't want to do that. No. I am not called to be a senior pastor. I'm not interested in that at all. I don't care what anybody says. (laughs) You could give me all, you never know what God's going to do. Like he could just, he could just, he could just move you. Well, no, like I'm not doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I have, oh, I don't tell God no. He has a sense of humor. Like, okay, well, I'm laughing, but I, I'm not going. I have evidence that God created me specifically for this, and I knew by the age of three that I was going to be a worship leader doing music for his glory. That never questioned in my I don't know about, I don't know, age of three? I don't remember I, so anything. I, pull out, I don't even remember, remember this is anything the, This is the story. I've just heard 19, the story too like, many times. I go back and says, as a three-year-old, pulling out hymnals and setting on the ottoman and telling everybody I'm going to preach music. And I practice on you know stuffed animals and and getting them to, to sing and, and lead yeah. the music from the hymnal. That was great hymns of the faith. Oh yeah. Did you sing? Did you skip a verse? Uh, we have to skip the second verse. You know, one, three, and five. Yeah. Um, or you know, I had to change that up. I had to go one, two, and every five. once in a while, one, yeah, two, four. Yeah, yeah, just to just to change it up a little yeah. bit. Did you hold up or, the fingers to yeah. let everybody know? Which you got to call them out. You got to call oh, them you out. You called them out. You got to call them out. Verse number three. Did the pianist stop when you called out verse number three and then just start again on the downbeat? <laughs> Or did they do like a turnaround? Uh, that depended on what church I was in at the time. <laughs> oh, amen. So practicing on the other stuff, then no, we had to stop and we just started. Some singing. of them contemporary churches where they do turnarounds in between yeah. the verses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's funny when I the my pianist here had the teachers. There's sometimes if I hold out, especially if it's a pickup, the, there's a pickup to the start of the verse. I said, 
you're going to give me an extra measure. <laughs> so I'm just going to wait. Just breathe. Let's go. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I'm not interested. You know, no. not interested. Not doing. Life. No, I'm not going to do that. No, but I think if they're insecure and you have a guy that's secure and confident, it, it you know, it's it's a problem. I mean, it, it, it's, you know what the issue is, too, is like, that's the way it is in any leadership structure, secular or whatever. The problem is, you know, the problem with working in church world is that there's this, like, other expectation because of the spiritual connection. Mm-hmm. To it, you know what I mean. I do, and uh, and you can get lot the the reality of human you being a human mm-hmm. can get lost because you expect, you know, these super biblical spiritual responses, which mm-hmm. which I don't think is inappropriate to expect that. But yeah. but but yeah, it, it, it it's 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 interesting. Well, you know, it's also hard for a worship pastor. You know, for me, the biggest thing with me and Jefferson you pastors trust. You know, right. I've got to have his trust, and I think process through. You know, again, I'm, I work. I don't work. For, I work with him, but I work under his God-given yeah. leadership. And so I'm thinking, in a lot of situations, what does he want me to do? Yeah. And so I take the time to learn. In this situation, this is what he's going to do. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what I think ought to be done. It's what is he's going to do, and then I can predict that. And and I have those conversations. Is let me guess, you're going to yeah. do A, B, and C, right? Because I want to represent you and your vision for the church. And everything. I don't need a worship kingdom. I don't need my own nah. space. We are the body of Christ. We got time here. for that. No, nah, I never. And time it's in. I see this in, in other pastors. It's, it's not here at all. Um, but you know, with worship, we have a different interaction with people. You know, music attaches or connects with people on an emotional level. And when you start making some of those relationships and you start working with people, I know some senior pastors that they're they're very reclusive. They're introverts and they want to hold up in their study. And then all of a sudden, worship leaders doing his job and meeting people and working with people and yeah. getting people involved and yeah that can be intimidating but yeah I don't have that problem here no Jeff is awesome yeah yeah he, yeah he seems pretty awesome yeah he's super kind um, uh, yeah. tell you I'm going I'm to brag about him but I'm I'm very much a big picture guy and right. I dream very big yeah Jeff is the first pastor that I've worked with that dreams bigger than I do yeah so wow that's always I love been that. like a Man, I gotta get, I gotta, get, I gotta step up my game yeah. if I want to keep up with what where God's leading him in the church, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. So like, um, Cliff and I are not that way. So, <laughs> uh, Cliff is is like uh, amazing. But I mean, everybody knows uh, I love Cliff. Like he's one of my best friends, and like we're like super tight, uh, talk all the time, text all the time. You know, like mm-hmm. even during the service tonight, he was texting stuff. <laughs> and uh, and. Uh, uh, and so, like, uh, he is uh, patient and uh, calm, like, not easily rattled, and risk-averse. Like, so risk-averse. And, like, I'm the opposite. Like, I'm impatient. I'm not calm. Uh, I, I'm much better about getting rattled. I don't get rattled too much. But, like, I am, like, the riskiest dude on the planet. Like, it drives Jennifer nuts. <laughs> Like, you know, like I'm always trying to find like, you know, so, you know, like, let's try this, you know, and, and she, she just says, like, this seems like a very walkabout thing that we're about to do, you know, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and so it's funny because I think like, I think like uh, either consciously or like subconsciously, like uh, Cliff like, like keeps me pretty close, probably for two reasons. One is to like, just make sure I don't do anything stupid. And, and two is to like, maybe push him a little bit, you know, on some things. <laughs> Yeah, like I think one time he said, uh, "What was it?" Uh, uh, he said, "I was uh, uh, who's the guy that uh, I was like his Carl Rove, 
you know, like for George Bush, uh-huh. you know, and, and it was just funny. But but anyways, uh, all right. So let's let's change topics for that because we could dwell on that for a long time. And, and uh, six people just signed off of the podcast. Uh, I'm watching I'm watching the numbers live right now. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm not. This is pre-recorded. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not. We're, yeah. By the way, if the audio sounds different, I have a little Zoom uh, stereo recorder that Steve and I are talking in. Uh, I don't. I don't have the sweet uh, uh, button pushing console that allows me to do the sound effects. I really wanted to play with that. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's neat. It's neat. Yeah. I'll have to have Phil teach you because uh, he. Uh, he learned uh, by fire on the last podcast, and by the end, still had not got it right. So, okay. so we're praying for Phil. Best example to follow. Yeah, yeah, praying for Phil and his restoration. Um, uh, so, um, all right. So, quick, it's like quick question. Uh, I call this segment of the show "Rapid Fire," and uh, I say that because I've never done this segment of the show before. <laughs> so you're and gonna I, make it up, and I made that title up. All right, what's your favorite song right now? Uh, I would first one that pops in my head is "Living Hope." Oh yeah, that song's fantastic. Yeah. Love that song. I love that song. I would say it's close second would be uh, Maverick City Music. I thank God. Woo! Yes. Don't you love Maverick City Music? They're yes. like a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. It, oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, it's so unachievable. <laughs> like everything they do. I'm telling you, my student band rocks it out. No, I'm sure. They I'm sure they do. Awesome but it's just kind of like yeah. It's just like oh man, like yeah. It's been awesome to see. Yeah. I, rapid fire. We got to go on. Oh yeah, I forgot we were doing that. Okay, so um, what uh, what's the latest song you've taught? Was it? I think God. What's the latest song you've taught your congregation? No, I'm doing Psalm 46. Ooh, the Shane and James. I saw yes. that on your uh, mm-hmm. Planning Center set list. Yeah, that's that's being introduced tomorrow. Is that on the newest one they put out? No, it's not. Well, okay. it's volume two, whatever volume two is. We're actually doing the Florida Worship Choir uh, Prism Arrangement tomorrow, mm. um, and then we'll do, go. Shift to the pivot to the regular uh, Shane and Shane version after that. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, they're doing some cool stuff. They are. They are. Because I remember years ago, I was kind of like, ah, Shane and Shane. Eh, just a couple guys taking really high, playing weird guitar chords. <laughs> yeah, and like but those hymn stuff. They they really well. That's what I'm saying. So like, awesome. they kind of recreated themselves. Yeah. I think in a sense, like because mm-hmm. now they're doing stuff with like you know, you know the Gettys and yep. Matt Papa and and Boswell and yeah, yeah, Matt Boswell uh-huh. and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, so it's been really cool. The um, I got it's helpful. I have my list over there. The other one that we're going to do is a uh, House of the Lord, Phil Wickham. Yeah, Phil Wickham. That one. So that'll yeah. be House. That'll be that'll be fun. That's next. You like that one? Mm-hmm. I haven't done that one yet, but I, I think I'm going to introduce it coming up. It's just a fun high energy song that I think. How far out do you plan? Uh, the week to week service. I try and stay two weeks out. Two weeks out. But I've got. I'll plan on like new songs and I'll plan choir stuff yeah. much further out. Like oh, I've yeah. already got Christmas stuff in the works. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, I've got like three songs picked for Christmas. Wow. But I'll build it out. I've got yeah. some of that is I'm always looking for. Oh, what can we do? I want to do this. Some of it's ah, I wanted to do this. Like yeah. Christmas last year. What did I wish that I could do different or want to add? Oh wait, why can't we do this song? And so yeah. I'll write those down and that's good. put them on the list. So. Yeah, good for you. Nice. But I, I, I admit that I'm a procrastinator, and I usually wait to the last minute to finalize stuff. So when I give I give the choir a season at a time, so we'll do like three months, and we give them all that music. And it's usually the afternoon of the Wednesday that we're doing choir practice is when I actually... Do you work better under pressure? Uh, I work faster under pressure, that's for sure. It's well, easier yeah, to make those decisions. Everybody does. Yeah, uh, yeah probably. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, that's me. I don't want to be nailed down to because I'm waiting. It, I hate it. I'm, I'm trying to get John Jennings with Prism to change the preview dates 
Because he always does it so the preview is the day after I need to present all of my music. And I'm waiting, where's the new stuff going to come out yeah. that's going to change my mind so I want to trash half the music that I want to do right? and you know buy all the new stuff. So Yeah, I hear you. I, I can't you. actually do that most of the time, but yeah. Um, all right, so you do two services. Mm-hmm. How many teams? It's like so. So what? What is just like just real quick, like thirty seconds? What is your first service look like? So it's a traditional a service. We have we'll do. A, I have a praise team that's a full band. We do drums, um, bass, okay, uh, two acoustics, electric, keys, and piano. Okay, and then I have a three four man praise team as far as singers go. Um, and that praise team serves both services. Oh wow! So okay. they, they, they will. What about the up. band? How many band cross over to the second service? The whole band. Oh, so you're so your whole band, one band that does both services. Wow, that's awesome. So yeah. good for you. And then uh, the choir wants to sing in the contemporary service, which is at eleven o'clock. Yeah. So I don't have choir in the traditional service. If we'll do like once or twice a month, we'll do a, a choir special, so to speak, and uh, or introducing a new song, and the choir will show up at eight thirty to do it then. Um, but most of them that are in the choir don't want to be there at eight thirty, and so they all come at eleven. And we so we do the contemporary worship choir and nice. uh, keep full choir. Choir's multi-gen. I let just about anybody into the choir uh, yep. that wants to sing. So uh, my second son is six, and he's the youngest one in there. And then yep. I've got up to senior adults, the whole age range. Mm-hmm. Is and he singing bass? Soprano. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're so proud. <laughs> yeah. Your soprano singing son. Yeah. Well, my, okay. my, my older son is, um, he's 10, and he's he's definitely a tenor. And I put him on those tenor parts because he's just loud. He, I, lo- I love it. That's and really then cool. They just go after it. I mean, it's it blesses. Sure, they'll cut up time to time, and, and they got. I have some people that are the official, um, you know, ear pullers or you know, head thumpers that, yeah. that will help keep them in line if I can't. And sure, uh, but they man, they love Jesus and they sing loud and go after it. Man, and I love good. that energy. That's good, man. All right, well, uh, we're gonna wrap it up, everybody. Thanks for thanks for listening, uh, Stephen. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks and talking for having me. Man. It's awesome. Yeah, man, absolutely. So. Um, uh, well, look, folks, I uh, look forward to, uh, to seeing you Sunday. Um, and I say that because pretty much everybody that listens to this, the fives of you that do, um, uh, I, I think we go to church together. So uh, look forward to seeing you there, and uh, we'll talk to you later.